Ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley. Joined as always by the number one producer in late night, it's Dave Willemowski. Dave. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Don't you lie to me. It, no, things are just looking up. Every every week's better than the last. It's awesome. That's that is good. I'm I'm glad. <laughs> I'm happy. Are you are you guys it's it's okay. Mary and the kids aren't here, Dave. You can tell me the truth. Are you really okay. are this you really a safe place? This this is a if if this show is anything, it's a safe space for us, <laughs> not for anyone else. No. Are you are you looking forward to Christmas, Dave? I am. Are you? I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's it's like getting getting to see the, the kids open all the stuff that mom bought them and I get to be just as surprised as they are. It's it's actually really nice. I feel like you're you're kind of breaking the immersion for your children should they happen to stumble upon this episode before. <laughs> well, we they they know we we get most of the presents. We get mm-hmm. most of the presents and then, you know, Santa stops by and he drops off one or two for each of the kids, something special that oh. they asked him for specifically. That I was that was going to be my next question is oh, cuz I I know you've got a house full of kids and they range in ages. Yes. Do you have that maybe awkward situation where some but not all of the children <laughs> believe in Santa. It's 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 been a smooth transition. Okay. Yeah. No no wailing and gnashing of teeth and all that. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I just I I don't know. For some reason I had this mental image of maybe your your little two ones still saying, I can't wait for Santa to come this year and your older ones <laughs> saying, Oh, is that right? Well gather around my brother and sister, <laughs> I have some tape, no, and I and I could just see Mary running into the room like slow motion. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know I like my brother and I never really bought into that stuff, mm-hmm. and and I feel like it's not it's not that we didn't have holiday cheer like in our home. I think it's more because we grew up really poor, and so. If there was any presents at all, there sure as hell wasn't going to be extra presents from some crazy old man <laughs> down. The- and first of all, there's no chimney in our house. We're we're lucky to have heat at all. So there's no chimney. Some of us don't have four fireplaces in their houses. Um, that's, a, that's a callback for the hardcore fans there. Um, so, I mean, if we got like one present apiece, that was going to be it. And it, it wasn't going to be from Santa. You know, it was going to be from... <laughs> The, the local food food shelter. That's what that's, it would just say wow. that right there in the thing. But but here's this is what I actually want to talk about. Do you ever you ever go to these dollar stores and you see like they you know the the dollar stores will always have that aisle of just like cheap knockoff toys and stuff that you know like the kids go by and say mama mama get me this it's only a dollar. Uh, and it's never like the name brand action figures or anything. It's always just this random amalgamation of just stuff. I actually came across one. Take a look at this right here. This is the kind of toy I would get when I was a kid. This is a doctor's playset. <laughs> but this doctor's playset comes with a gun, bowling pins, and ducks. I feel like that's what your doctor started out with. Yeah, that that is what my doctor started out with. <laughs> now that you mention it, I is it is it really that obvious in my voice that I'm that I'm putting on airs this week? I'm not quite a hundred percent. This this isn't the Alan Sick episode. This is a whole different theme. Yeah, this is a whole different one. The thing, okay, <laughs> I, we'll just we'll just get this out of the way. 
So I went to the doctor, but by the time I went to the doctor, so this was this was before last week's episode, remember? I went to the doctor, but by the time I went to the doctor, I was already feeling a little bit better, and then they didn't yep. do anything for me. I already told that story. But the thing is, is that uh, like two or three days after, actually the night after we did the episode, I lost my voice. I was feeling okay, but my voice was gone. Could not talk. Ugh. And then a couple of days after that, I got my voice back, but I actually started to feel worse again. Keep, rem wow. Remember, folks at home, this doctor said you will be fine and sent me home with no medication or treatment of any kind. So I actually started to feel worse this past weekend. And so now fast forward <laughs> to this week. It's not that I feel bad. It's more that I feel the way you would feel if you haven't had a normal oxygen intake or slept for six days. So whatever that, that whatever, like imagine to yourself what that feeling is. That's how I feel right now. That doesn't sound good. Yeah, that's well, that's what the doctor said. That's not very good. Those were her exact words. <laughs> um, boy, this this was supposed to be a festive, merry Christmas episode. Oh yeah, we're now it's Christmas, gotten yeah, and it's gotten all depressing all of a sudden. Merry Christmas. This is the only thing I accomplished this whole past week, by the way, was changing this whole show to be a Christmas-themed version of the show. If that's just that. If that doesn't earn, <laughs> if that doesn't earn some more Patreon subscribers, I don't know what does. Shit. Not like I literally don't know. I don't know what does, as 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 evidenced <laughs> by my. But yeah, what does? Um, one thing that we did do for this week's episode is we went out into our community and we said, "Hey guys, if you have any pictures or Christmas cards." of you and your loved ones that you want to share with us, we'll put them in tonight's finale. We'll put them in the, in the credits at the end of the show so that everyone can kind of share in the holiday cheer. But there was one Christmas card we got from a special someone that I wanted to go ahead and share with you now instead of the credits. Check this out. From the President of the United States himself, President Joe Biden says, wishing you and your family a winter of severe illness and death. Oh, that's so nice that he sent that in. He, his face just screams I I have cognitive troubles <laughs> he, he's got that thing pull that back up he's got that thing where one eye isn't quite isn't quite doing yeah. it <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying it's, it's it's doing its own thing yeah that's a that's not very good as as medical terrifying. experts would say yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, that that's like that isn't just a joke we've made up. The White House actually did a press release where they were saying, if you're vaccinated, you know, Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. If, if you're vaccinated, Merry Christmas. <laughs> if you're not. This is this was their actual release. Now, this is not a parody. They actually said for the unvaccinated, you're you're in for a long winter of illness and death and the hospitals that you will fill. Like. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I, I I can't like it's it's one of those things where like I I don't I don't really buy into the whole left right he said she said thing. But could you just imagine this being like three years ago and Donald Trump having said that? <laughs> I mean, it would you would have never heard the end of it. Like, oh my God, Donald Trump wishes death upon X number of millions <laughs> of people. But I mean, they said that though. That was a real thing. You know, it, it makes me in, in, in on a on a quick serious note. Um, 
We have a segment later in the show where, where Dave and I are just going to share depressing holiday stories. But <laughs> but what really spurred that was, is I know, like, we're the type of people that are not going to make our holiday plans based on what Bill Gates or Justin Trudeau or or Anthony Fauci says we should do. We're going we're gonna to spend time with our loved ones because we want to be damned what those people think. The sad thing is, though, is that <clears throat> there are people out there that care what those monsters think. And, you know, and, and what that can mean then sometimes is you have families where some families won't spend the holiday with one another. They won't go over to each other's house, that sort of thing. I, I actually had some friends who told me back at Thanksgiving that they weren't invited to their family's Thanksgiving because their family from away they're all like masked and jabbed. And they said, if you're not, you can't come. And now I've had a different friend tell me going into Christmas that they're the ones hosting Christmas, but they have family that aren't, that said, we're not coming in because you guys aren't vaccinated and I'm not going to be around you. And I'm like, wow, I couldn't, I couldn't, I just, I, thankfully I'm not in that position because all of our family, like we all hate each other naturally pre-pandemic yeah. so that's why we're not spending christmas together <laughs> like if you're not going to spend christmas together have a good reason yeah. like you know yeah bigotry or something yeah no that's not a good reason either i mean <laughs> <laughs> you can't can't let, let uncle lenny companies <laughs> i mean the the only the only if, if I'm not saying that my family is full of bigots. What I'm saying is is that if my family were full of bigots, then the only person they wouldn't want to have at Christmas would be Anna Kay. But they actually would rather Anna Kay come and me stay here. <laughs> so so there must be more at work is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I feel like every week we get a, a another little puzzle piece to your past. <laughs> we're now no, just hold on we're gonna we, you gotta wait until the third segment before we get to story time with uncle alan all right we got a we got a lot in in store for you between now and then but guys we're gonna be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break don't go away Dave and I were talking during the break uh, just now that I was telling him, you know, I'm, I'm still a little under the weather, but I got really psyched up for tonight's episode. But then we were running behind. So now I probably only got about 10 or 15 minutes left in the tank. <laughs> but we got like 45 minutes left of show. So, you know, you do the math at home and figure out what the end That's, of this program is going to be like. <laughs> it's pretty much every 
one of our shows. <laughs> well, I had some people because content. I, I've been a little nondescript, and I had some people write and say, "Hey, I'm I'm not feeling too well either. What's got What's got you down? How What What? Why don't you feel well?" And my the only way I can explain it is is that every morning when I get up, I go to the bathroom, I turn on my sink, I lean over, and and then just the devil's mucus just flows out of my head. Ooh. Like, I'm not even blowing my nose. I just lean over, and I just excrete. <laughs> Those are not words you were expecting to hear on the show tonight, were you? I lean over and just excrete, yeah. I'm trying to put it as scientifically as I possibly can, all right? All right. That sounds right. Hey, uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan? What time is it? It's time for Meat of the Week. Why are you stalling, Santa? Are you going to start the game or not? Oh. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's just... I mean, you know. <laughs> so, again... It is what it is. There's, there's, a, there's a fraction of the audience. I, I, could, I can't tell you right off the top of my head how many people it is, but there's some fraction of the audience that they don't watch the show. They listen to the show on their favorite podcasting huh. platform of choice. But those people are missing this content right here. Yeah. Like now, right now, if you're one of those people and you hear my voice, I'm not going to describe it to you. You're going to, you're going to have to go see it for yourself. Yeah. They're not going to though. All those people just logged off. All those people just unsubscribed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Boy, God, we got to do a better job of that, Dave, of like, we have to be those YouTubers are like, Hey, pound that like button, you guys and hit subscribe. And the little button pops up on the screen. And, and this is where you put in your credit card information. Just put it in right now in chat. Just yeah, yeah. you got to prompt them. Yeah, you got it. Oh, is that how you get them to do it? You prompt them, do you? Yeah. Otherwise, they don't think of it. I feel like that's a synonym for fluff. <laughs> prompt. <laughs> Just a little little prompt. I'm I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a joyous, family friendly episode, and I'm ruining it. <laughs> but in my defense, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Yeah, that's what those SOBs yeah, that's what deserve. Gets. Yeah, you get you bastards. Yeah, it's really not. It's really <laughs> less of a meme and more of a political cartoon. It is. Yeah, like whether that Dan Garrison or something like that. And that, you know, come to think of it, the meme of the week was also really more of a political cartoon. This show's getting more boomer by the week. <laughs> We're gonna have to do better. In in my defense, I actually saw. <laughs> I saw some, just, just do better. Just get better. better. In my defense, I did see some memes I thought were hilarious. They didn't have anything to do with politics. I just thought they were funny. And then I thought, but I can't, I can't use these because they don't really fit into the holiday spirit. Yeah. The Christmas theme. Yeah. I mean, there was one involving He-Man and anal sex. And I thought that might be a bit much for this week. That seems like right up our alley. Yeah. Well, I mean, no pun intended. I mean, I mean, it is, but not for the Christmas episode. You know what I'm saying? All right, uh, boy. <laughs> well, we made it a good 16 minutes of show before it yeah. it went completely off the rails. So, speaking of being completely off the rails, let's uh, let's answer some viewer mail. Whoa. 
Are you not entertained? I said that after last week's show, and and I had some yeah. people in the private group say, eh. yeah. "Yeah, go either way." Yeah, I mean, I wasn't doing anything else tonight, so. All right, <clears throat> Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, if the holidays send you spiraling into a psychotic episode, <laughs> is that a Santa mental journey?" <sighs> Santa mental. Yeah. He... He wrote Santa hyphen mental journey. Yeah. yeah. Like sentimental. It's really forcing it in there. That's what, see, this is why I didn't do the He-Man <laughs> meme right there. This is exactly why I didn't. It's because some people are not mature enough. No. No. To just let something go by, you know? Just just let it happen. All right. Don't, don't um, fight it. Yeah. Celeste Annis writes, I'm... <laughs> We're only one question into the viewer mail, and I've, I'm, I'm losing my voice again. This is, this is bad news, buddy. All right. Celeste Annis writes... Actually, Celeste Annis wrote like 20 questions. I'm going to pick a few of them. All right. She, she first writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Do you have a traditional meal, food, or snack that you eat on Christmas Eve or day? Well, I think we talked about this back in the Thanksgiving episode, that the Thanksgiving dinner and the Christmas dinner really is basically the same dinner, and you have them only a few weeks apart, and then never again until next November. Yeah, that should be pretty much the only time you eat for the year. Yeah. That should cover it. Yeah. I had I had Fruity Pebbles for my Thanksgiving this year. Ugh. Yeah. Another, another puzzle piece falls into place. <laughs> boy all right um celeste Annis also writes dear alan dave do you leave a peppermint stick for old saint nick i thought you were, I thought you were supposed to leave him cookies yeah cookies and milk if you leave a peppermint stick for santa claus he's gonna he's gonna do gonna something poop down your chimney yeah um, I, so I've never done that and see peppermint, no. so peppermint sticks is another thing where there's billions of those things out there, but only right now mm -hmm. you can't even find them the other, the other like, oh, yeah. months of the year. Um, you, I like the, the really, the thick ones that you, you know, those blue tins that have like the lions on them. You know what I'm talking about? They're like blue round tins that have, um, peppermint sticks in them. Those are, those are the good ones. Yeah. Are they like a, a softer, not 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 necessarily softer, but no. Soft, we were like ours rock hard. Okay. So, yeah. Like 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 I think candy canes. Like that's like the. Yeah, but these oh. aren't canes. They're just sticks. And they're they're kind of porous. There's, there's no hook for grabbing okay. neighborhood children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what those are for. Wait, what else is it for? We always made shivs out of them when we were kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get dangerous. Yeah. I mean, it's just starting you down the path. I mean, you can make lots of things into shivs if you yeah. Yeah, try hard. It's a holiday shiv. Yeah. Believe, Believe in, in yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So this is Celeste's last question of the week. Okay. Is It's a Wonderful Life, a Christmas movie, or just a movie about a man having an existential crisis that happens to occur at Christmas time? So, it... I see what she did there. It is a Christmas movie, and and there, there's no disputing that. But here's the thing. 
in my mind, what a Christmas movie is, is it, it, it involves Christmas, but it also has a lesson. It has a lesson about love and the holidays and family, you know, and, and stuff oh. like that. Like there has to be a Christmas lesson. I like that. Yeah. Um, but you can't, but don't see what Celeste, Celeste is trying to stir the pot here, because if you're going to open up Pandora's box yep. of every movie that does or doesn't happen in December, now it's just, that's a whole other episode of content right there. That was, that was aimed at the Die Hard deniers. Yeah. I think. Which Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. Yeah. Cause it has all those things you just said. Yeah. And it's it does. It also. on the rocks. Yeah. It is. It also just happens to occur at Christmas time as well, but that's not why it's a Christmas movie. It also has a lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let I'll <laughs> let you decide what the lesson. Is. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say what's that, but no, it's too late. The the, the moment's passed. It's, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No, that's fine. Uh, Ryan Sievert writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, when we celebrate New Year's, are we celebrating another year of suffering is finally over?" Or are we celebrating the start of a whole new year of suffering? <laughs> um, boy, Ryan needs the needs the depressing Christmas graphic. I think. He's... All right. Um, but the answer is, it's you're celebrating the depressing year that just passed. Well, okay. So this is the difference between <laughs> New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Like all oh. the way up to eleven fifty nine fifty nine. You're you're yeah. celebrating the year in review, and at midnight okay. you're you're celebrating all the wonders that lie ahead. Hmm. But some some will have more wonders lying ahead than others. I've been worried about Ryan lately. Have you been worried about Ryan? I go I go back and forth. I've I've seen some things from him, and I told him recently. Been getting a lot of sad reacts from you, Ryan. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. We got to we got to talk we got to talk to him. Um Logan Denny writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, are you an AK or an AR guy?" Mm. Are you an AK or an AR guy? Well, the only thing I've ever shot was the AK, and I loved it. I felt like I I was suddenly good on a rifle cuz it seemed easy to aim and hit what I was aiming at. I've never tried an AR, so I can't really say. Well, I'm definitely an AK guy because, you know, oh. that's, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. If you know, you know. Yep. That's right. See, I have a reason to live. Don't, <laughs> don't you guys worry about me. I'll just. That's great. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be fine. It didn't sound very convincing though, did it? <laughs> it was really, yeah, quite the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah, All right. Uh, Sus- <laughs> Suzanne Sherman writes, Dear Alan and Dave. Where's your favorite place to hang your ornaments? <laughs> Usually on the tree for me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know how some people that go really hardcore, like they put garland around all their doorways and mistletoe on in all their doorways and, you know, like lots of lights in the house as opposed to outside the house. and Compensating for something. Yeah. That's, that's. That reminds me of that meme from the other day. It's like, you, you know, like you see the people who have the things like the little, it's all it is. It's just a framed picture with just live, laugh, love in it or whatever. And Ooh. and the, the text of the meme was, is that, you know, for 1999, you can also tell everyone you're struggling. 
<laughs> yeah. What did it say? Yeah. Those people are those people are struggling. Um I actually don't have any ornaments. Actually, the only ornaments I have are this guy and one other one that's like too hot for TV. So Oh, it's the Christmas episode. We'll we'll bring it out in the in the finale. All right. Uh Eric Eli writes, Dear Alan and Dave. What do the women reindeer do when the male reindeer are out pulling Santa's sleigh? So, Eric, I'm almost positive that you wrote this exact same question on the last Christmas episode that we did. And the answer is, is they're doing all the bucks. It's, it's very reminiscent of, like, like, like married soldiers who they get deployed. Yeah. And oh. You, you uh, see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Now you get it. But thank thank them for their service. They're yeah. out there pulling Santa's sleigh. Yeah. Maybe she was just worried that you weren't going to make it, and so she was replacing mm-hmm. you. Yeah. How can you get upset about that? Uh, Jonathan Carranza writes, Dear Alan and Dave, have you seen the new Spider-Man movie? I haven't seen the new Spider-Man movie, but here's the neat thing. I won't. <laughs> because I we, we, we actually talked about this like a few months ago. <laughs> we, have to, we talked about this a long time ago. I saw Avengers Endgame, and when I walked out of the theater, I said, I'm done. That's it. No more. That was the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as far as I was concerned. And I haven't seen anything Marvel since then, and I, and I won't. I'm done. It's over. Like, just, you know, give yourself a round of applause. Good good show. And I've moved on from it. I feel like they've done too much. It's like... Yes. It's like, um, I've, I've watched Deadpool, and I haven't seen anything since then, and I feel like I'm, I'm out of the loop now. I'm overwhelmed. I couldn't possibly catch up. I can't just jump in in the middle. I don't know what to do, so I just don't yes. watch them. Yeah, exactly. Um. I did. I did watch the whole season two of The Witcher in one day, a few days. Oh, ago. you got through it? Yeah. We just discovered that it came out like the other night. We watched like four of them. It was. Great. I love that show. Yeah, it's really awesome. That guy. Mm. That guy. Mm. They pumped him <laughs> up full of drugs, and now he can kill people. I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm go gonna. I'm, and... I'm gonna give you the synopsis of the whole show, The Witcher. So they pumped this guy full of drugs, and now he can kill everything. And yeah. this other chick, has got boobies. Yeah, and she's into that. Yeah, oh, yes, she is. She will do what you want. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you pretty much covered it. Yeah, that's the whole, yeah. And then there's there's some monsters. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, Bob Smiley writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, do you know how to tar and feather evil politicians? Are there any other kind of politicians? You have to specify evil. I don't know." Have you ever tarred and feathered a politician? This see, hmm. this is how I know Bob works for the feds. He's trying to get us to co- to confess yeah. to felonies live on air. You see that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just not even gonna. Yeah, I'm not even gonna read the rest of that, Bob. Yeah. You you have outed yourself, buddy. Um, but if anybody knows how to, I'd be interested in. Yeah, set that. What about you, Bob? What if? What if <laughs> yeah. Who have, who have you tarred? Have feathered? you kidnapped the governor of Michigan? Um, would you like to <laughs> you know I kind of would <laughs> alright um, someone will be in contact yeah but just when I when I feel when I feel better though I don't know if I have it in me right now um, 
Gary Dykstra writes, Dear Alan and Dave, do you think the Tennessee sports ball team will be one of the seven AFC teams to make the playoffs? Um, I do because they have like a night. I mean, they'd have to like lose out to not make the playoffs at this point. So, <laughs> so for one, yes, they will. Um, and two, I really don't like how they're trying to expand everything. So now there's seven teams in the playoffs from each conference. It used to be six. And so now, oh. now the top seed gets a bye and the other teams play. And it's just, it, it's, it's the whole thing. But, um, but anyway, they, what, what's, what the irony here is that they should not expand the NFL playoffs, but they should expand the college football playoffs. But that's, that's a whole other episode worth the content yeah. too. And it's really college football is a mystery to me. It's too much. It's they so they so they pump a guy full of drugs and then, oh. yeah. All right. Basically the same, same thing, just yeah, same synopsis. Yeah, it's just the cheerleaders don't have purple eyes. That's really the only difference. Hmm. Yeah. But they okay, will yeah. but they will do what you want. Um you know, this is really sad because the show was going so well, but now we're at about the halfway mark and we're doing a tier list tonight. And you know what that means? Oh, shit. this is going to be like a four and a half hour show now. Yeah, we're doing we're doing the ultimate Christmas cookie tier list because we've run out of ideas. So now we just do a tier list every other week. Um <laughs> All right, all right. We got we got two more questions. We're going to get through them. Uh, Tim Weissong writes, Dear Alan and Dave, would perceptions of it be different if it were called egg milk? Do you, do you drink eggnog? I love eggnog. Yeah. Um, do you In act- moderation. Uh, do you actually love eggnog, or do you love eggnog with whatever the hell else you put in it? No, no. Okay. I'll, I'll drink it straight. Yeah. I'll do virgin eggnog. Is boiled custard and eggnog two different things? Or are they the same thing? I've never heard of boiled custard. Because I've had that. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Hmm. These are the questions we should ask before we start the show. Yeah. yeah um, but you're right. It's one of those things where it's actually, it's that's another thing you can't find the rest of the year, but that's a good thing. Because <laughs> after you drink it twice, you'll say, you know, I think that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is why you got to do a better job of switching the camera because Dave Dave did the thing right there. When someone offers you a third glass of eggnog, what do you do, Dave? No, yes, we I ask them drive. kindly but firmly <laughs> to leave. Yes. Uh, and last question, uh, Clay Davis writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, have you ever taken time to appreciate the scene in It's a Wonderful Life? Why is it the only Christmas movie anyone?" I don't even like it the, the first one, it's right? it's it's a freaking like socialist like message. I I hate I hate that and I hate um what is it Christmas Carol or whatever with Scrooge and stuff. It's oh yeah yeah. There's there's a bunch of commies anyway. Um <laughs> If Cratchit was worth more, he could have found employment yeah. elsewhere. He should be on his knees yeah. thanking Scrooge for giving him a fucking job. There's a voluntary <laughs> All right, Alan, you're going to be uh, visited by three spirits tonight. God, I, <laughs> I hope so. I just want to feel alive. You know what I'm saying? God, I hope so. <laughs> okay, okay. The scene, the scene in the movie where the townsfolk <laughs> descend upon the local bank to withdraw their cash, only to realize the bank didn't actually have their money. 
All right. Well, there yeah. you go. Then that then that's it's a it's really more of a documentary then, isn't it? The fractional reserve banking. Yeah. Boy, he's gonna want to jump off that bridge when people find out he ain't got their fucking money. Yeah. He should. He's a con man. That's a racket. Yeah. He's the bad guy. Scrooge is the good guy in his movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, offering employment to the unemployable. Yeah, Unem unemployable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they couldn't provide for Tiny Tim, they shouldn't have had him. Oh, I don't know if we have time for all this. Yeah, it's getting. We already played the depressing Christmas graphic. We can't play it twice in the same scene. <laughs> so um, we're gonna be back. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be back. I gotta I gotta rejuice myself during this commercial break to make it through another couple segments of the show. We're gonna be back with the ultimate Christmas cookie tier list right after this commercial break. Stick around. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Isn't that all nice, festive Christmas? That's a beautiful scene. Yeah. All right. Well, you're welcome for my service. All right. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead and pull up, pull it up, Dave. We're going to do the ultimate Christmas cookie tier list, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, swapping over to tier list mode. We're going to, we're, so as usual, for people who've seen this before, you have S, A, B, C, and D. S tier is you just, you just, just put them in your, just put them in your mouth. Just put it in your mouth and swallow. Don't fight it. Swallow. Don't. All the only, way down to D tier. More if you fight it. D tier. It just like just like with any normal D, you give that to someone else. <laughs> so, so, wow. All right. So we're gonna. We're, There's sorry. secret messages in the tier list. Here. Yeah. I, look, I didn't make the thing. All right. All right. We're gonna start off with uh, the, the standard, the chocolate chip cookie. I feel like it's it's kind of wrong to start with this because this is like the baseline yeah. for everything else. So I mean, it's a pretty high baseline. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The baseline in this tier list is you're all worse <laughs> than me. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I mean, it's it's got to be S or A, and I feel wrong even dropping it to A. Mm -hmm. I feel like if if you did find a cookie that was better than chocolate chip, it can only be above it in S tier. It can't be. Now, actually, the, the chocolate chip's pretty dynamic. Now, it depends yes. on where you fall on the spectrum of crunchy or chewy. Oh, don't and how don't long... start asking our fans where they fall on the spectrum. You'll never hear the end of it. Just... <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, but you can get a dry, crunchy one and like a Chips Ahoy. It's still good, but it's nothing uh, like a, okay. a warm, soft. 
All right. So if your <laughs> if your definition of cho- of chocolate chip cookies is let me go buy this chips ahoy off the shelf, then you just you live in a hellscape of which there is no future, past or present. It's just an endless <laughs> void. Yes. So chocolate chip cookies. We had cho- we have chocolate chip cookies at uh, one of our uh, one of our live events. The chocolate chip cookie is supposed to be it maintains its form, but when you pick it up, mm-hmm. it just it just. Oh, it, just, it almost snaps in half. Yeah. Well, not snap. And but. if you get them right out of the oven where the cookie is the cookie, but the chocolate is still like melting, you know, like, oof. Sploosh. Yeah. <laughs> this is, that's all I eat. And that's probably why I've been sick for weeks. Mm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> did, did you mention that to your doctor? <laughs> she just. that That's not good. Dave, we're doing the tier list. We don't have time okay. to talk about it. All right. We'll, we'll talk about All that right. next. We'll talk about that next. All right. We're moving on to gingerbread. Gingerbread cookies. I feel like those are more for show than actually eating. So the only time I ever made gingerbread houses was back in elementary yeah. school, and they specifically told us, oh, don't, don't, don't eat those. Ooh. Those are from last year. Well, I mean, the, the <laughs> fact that they were very... They were very. It was a very critical point to make. Of oh, these aren't for eating. These are just for building with. It was like, well, I obviously you don't actually consume gingerbread. I learned as like a six year old. Oh, you don't put this in your mouth. That's how you. That's how you die. Before we hand these out, we need you to know. Yeah, I boy, I remember when we when we left McDowell Elementary in Columbia, Tennessee, to go on Christmas break. They all gave us a package of gingerbread and lead paint chips. It was, it was some good eating. All right. So it's ready for middle school. I feel bad even saying a cookie should go in D tier, but it's 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 down there, man. It's... I, don't, I... I know there's others on this list that I'm not going to be pleased with. So yeah, wherever you want right. to put it. All right, it's, it's you give it to someone else. All right, uh, the next one is peanut. The list says through peanut butter blossoms. We we always called them peanut butter Hershey Kiss cookies because, like, you know that that's what that is. You know that's a Hershey Kiss. Yeah. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and take care of this right here. That that's those things. Those things are dope. These are the greatest cookies ever made. My mom, <laughs> my mom made these cookies. And actually, we had these cookies at our episode one, episode fifty or episode one hundred. And I remember thinking, you know, we didn't really have a great turnout at like our first live event, and we made like oh. we made like five hundred of these cookies. And so in my mind, mm-hmm. I thought I told myself the silver lining is I'll get to yeah. take some of these cookies home with me, and That's I'll be damned if like the thirty three people that showed up to the show didn't eat all five hundred of these goddamn cookies. And I didn't get any ungrateful bastards. What do I even do for you people? This, all right. I'm sorry, Dave. What were you going to say about peanut butter blossoms? <laughs> they're good. Yeah, I like them. I mean, I don't know if they're as good as a warm chocolate chip, but they're they're close. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. All right. We're moving on to just a regular peanut butter cookie. Now, it's important to note that the peanut butter cookie is a totally different kind of cookie than the peanut butter cookie that goes along with the Hershey Kiss. Totally different type of cookie. The peanut butter cookie is 
what you set your drink on so that it doesn't put a <laughs> ring on the table. See, I think it's the same with the, the chocolate chips. If it's soft and warm, it's a good place to be. Yeah, I did that on purpose. But yeah, yeah. But if you get the crunchy ones, I'm not I'm not as wild about those. Yeah. But I think they always end up crunchy, don't they? Yeah, because they're... No. Yeah. That's cool. All right. I've actually never even had this next cookie. What? How do you pronounce this? Is that the Pizzelle? Pizzelles? Pizzelles. Pizzelles. What is a Pizzelle? Oh, usually they... they... How do you pronounce it? Anus? 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 Flavored? <laughs> it is. But, um, yeah, they're real thin. They're almost, almost like a soft cracker, but taste way better than a cracker. They're they're decent. They'd probably be around the peanut butter cookie. I'm gonna take your word for it. Um yeah. they sure do look like coasters to me though, Dave. And now that's one you can get year round in maybe like a maybe some kind of little deli bakery. Mm-hmm. I think they have them at our grocery store. They have like a like out of a Polish section. I don't know if it's a Polish cookie, but it's usually around in that area. The Pizzelles? Yeah. I think they're Italian. Maybe. Yeah, probably. All right. It's, yeah. All right. Speaking of Italian, the next cookie, according according to this list, the next cookie is Italian ricotta. I, I thought that was cheese. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is. I'm going to have to. All right. Yeah. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> no, yeah, I... let, me, let me see if I can find it. Just for myself. <clears throat> Italian ricotta. So I, I have no idea what that is. I will say, oh, okay. I will say this: if they are made with cheese, like you know how there's some of those desserts that are made with like cream cheeses and stuff, like uh, like tiramisu, isn't it made yeah. with cheese? I don't. Cheese. I've is, had these. Mm. Cheese is not supposed to be sweet. If you mix sweet with cheese, it's um, like cheesecake. We, yeah, but cheesecake makes me throw up. We've been over this. Oh, yeah. You're trying yeah, to yeah. kill me. I'm already on death's door as <laughs> it is. All right. Um, yeah, th- these are like CD for me. Yeah, somewhere around there. All right. Uh, the next one is the Snick- f- Snickerdoodles. The- Snickerdoodles. Um, They're decent. They exist. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't taste like a Snickers at all. No. It kind of throws me I've off. I've never had a like, doodle, but I I don't know if they taste like doodles either. Yeah, maybe the doodles change yeah, it. I'll ask. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say somebody, and then I stopped myself because I realized whatever name I say next, I'm gonna that yeah. person's gonna hate me now, and <laughs> so I'm not gonna say a name at all. Um, I hear people all the time talk about Snickerdoodles, but I don't like. I don't go to the store saying, mm, "Better pick up a package of Snickerdoodles." Never happened. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of like a spicy chocolate chip without the chocolate chips. But not like spicy hot, but spiced. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. Um the next yeah, one is that looks good. <clears throat> the next one is snowballs, also known as Mexican wedding cookies. You know Are those brown on the inside? This whole this whole tier list is making me be an advocate for closed borders, I think. <laughs> 
these foreign cookies coming in. Yeah, well, it, it would be okay if they were good, but they're no good. They're not sending us their best. No. They're Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're, they're white on the inside. Okay. Like brown. Just like God intended. Am I right, Dave? Oh, and they got nuts in them. <laughs> okay, that's less. That's less the way God intended. <laughs> um, I always hope that they'll be good, and, and I'm disappointed by these cookies every time I eat them. I thought that they were like lemony. Like, no, I don't think so. Um, all right, so we're gonna put Mexican balls down here above the Italians. No, Italians are lighter skinned. We'll put Italians above the Mexicans, but a, okay, yeah. but Mexicans are going to be above gingerbread because gingerbread, they're like Jews. They're not even people. Um, but so there you go. They're right there. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. What? What were we talking about? Cookies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Speaking of cookies, <laughs> speaking of cookies, did you know that in that if you say sugar cookie in Arabic is kuksakur? I think we went over this too. Okay. We did. Oh, yeah, that was a really uncomfortable segment. Yeah, that's where I, I started cleaning up my resume. Yeah. I rem oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I actually, I actually yeah. didn't remember it. I had to actually go back and watch last week's episode because I didn't remember most of what oh. happened. I, I was blacked yeah, that... out for most of that. <laughs> so, All right. <clears throat> so speaking of sugar cookies, we actually have two different kinds. We have frosted sugar cookies and unfrosted oh. sugar cookies. And here's the thing. Sugar cookies are fine. I like sugar cookies. Like if you have a tray of cookies and all the chocolate chip is gone, but you've got some sugar cookies and they're, you know, warm, moist sugar cookies, that's all right. I've never had them like fresh. You you want your cooks occur warm and moist. <laughs> and so sugar cookies, I'm fine. So they're not as good as the chocolate chip, but no. they are they're they're good cookies to have if I was gonna have a cookie. But here's 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 the problem though. These frosted sugar cookies. That's if you if you eat a frosted sugar cookie, Wilford Brimley will visit you in your sleep. And it won't be pleasant. <laughs> they're better. No, they're not better, Dave. <laughs> they're way worse. It's like you know how <clears throat> you know how like with cake or cupcakes, if they have like, you ever see these, like, places where, like, you have a cupcake that's, like, yay big, and then they pile, like, this much frosting on it? I don't like that. Oh, yeah. You have to have the right ratio of cake to frosting. And so, yeah, with a cake, you have to have a modest layer of frosting on top of a moist cake. For sugar cookies, you have to have no frosting at all, because that's the appropriate <laughs> amount on a cookie. <laughs> cookies don't have frosting. If you're going to frost them, you're trying to turn them into a cake, and that's... That's the, now you're dealing with the devil. I have to say a couple things. All right. A regular sugar cookie, I'd probably put underneath both the snickerdoodle and the regular peanut butter, but that's fine. But, and I, and I do like the frosted better, but I think where me and Mary met, it was a restaurant called Eaton Park. And if you get the, like the kid's meal there, you get a cookie, a mm -hmm. smiley cookie. And it's a sugar cookie circle frosted with a smiley face on it. So there might be a little nostalgia with the, the frosted. It would probably be too sweet for me now. I know what you're doing. You're trying to save this segment with something wholesome. That's what you're doing. <laughs> We're not having it. All right. 
But yeah. I'm leaving sugar cookies above all these rejects, but I'll put okay. frosted sugar cookies up there with them out of out of appreciation for you and Mary. <laughs> so that's sweet. So there you have it. That's the That's it. Screenshots. Yeah. Screenshot. Screenshot the cookies. Um, all the immigrants are at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And Send all hate mail to. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that's uh, what is it? Liberty late night at Outlook is it oh. something. Was it? <laughs> what is it? All right, that's pretty much enough. Uh, uh, I also have to give a. I also have to give a shout out to my kid for actually making this list. And you oh, did. Here. Your your kid did make this list. Yes. Um, and it was going good until we got to all the cookies I've never had before. <laughs> but but I know I know the secret. I know how all those cookies I've never heard before got on the list. He was in cahoots oh, yeah. with another viewer of the show. And I'm not going to name Celeste's name on air. No. But she's the reason why there's a bunch of cookies on there that are unclean. Call her the specialist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this segment would have been way better if we had the cookies and taste tested yeah. them and told people if we liked them or not. We should plan ahead like that. Well, it's, it's our, our fans have to be the ones to provide the things. They're oh yeah, y'all are yeah. something. We I got to make it like another ten fifteen minutes. You got it, man. You can All do right. this. Well, let's get the cookie tier list out of there. Close that garbage. Um, we're going to be back to talk about depressing Christmas stories <laughs> <laughs> right after this commercial break. Don't go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Uh. <laughs> it said, yeah, it said yeah. I nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's every, now now that we got everything automated, you know, the uh is just in there. Yeah. You can't take it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, for this segment, I wanted to expound a little bit on something we had mentioned during the monologue, uh, which was we we live in an age where there's just nonstop 24-7 propaganda on the TV, on the Internet, and and what that does to people. Now, now the big thing is Omicron, right? Now the Omicron variant is out there. And... Uh, I just saw today in the news, uh, Bill Gates was saying, oh, I've canceled all my Christmas plans because of Omicron. Everybody should stay home and, and you know, eat, eat your fruit flies alone in separate rooms, whatever the lizard people do. Drink, like your, drink your baby blood, um, sands the rest of your family. Um, and, of course, that message we were talking about earlier from the Biden administration and just all this stuff. And of course, I'm not going to get into the science of all of it, of, of the fact that if if the majority of cases are Omicron and deaths are way down, that that's actually good news, right? That means it's not as dangerous, and therefore you should feel more confident to go on living. But really, it wouldn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. You should be out there living your life the way you want to. 
But the problem, the 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 next layer of that of that cake is God. I got cake on the mind now. <laughs> the next layer of that cake is <clears throat> is that how the constant propaganda affects other people, and you know, I I always grew up you know, in an environment where, you know, people used to say, you know, there's things you don't talk about at, you know, family get-togethers. You know, you don't talk about politics. You don't talk about uh, religion. You don't talk about uh, rape. You don't talk about, um, you know. These are also things you don't talk about at your first date. I think I might be thinking of first date more than family, yeah. but it's the same thing. Um, well, it's not the same thing unless you're in Alabama. Then it's literally the same thing. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, most, mo a lot of people, you know, you don't have families where everyone is of one mind. You might have immediate families where most people living under the same roof, they generally have some of the same beliefs and opinions. But when you start having these family get togethers with extended family, you know, people coming in from different parts of the country, perhaps people that maybe don't see each other all the time. And this is at a very important time of year. Uh, it's a it's a time of year for people who who maybe don't stay in touch as well as they would like to get to come together and, and share and share a meal or or exchange gifts or whatever. Um, but because of the time, the age that we live in, you have people thinking, oh, it's unsafe. It's unsafe to go out and to sh enjoy Christmas with one another. And then and then and then what it just ends up being another thing. It's just another thing on the short list of things that can that can ruin a perfectly good time that can fracture a family um and we've talked about this on the show before how politics maybe is more divisive now than ever and and if you're wondering if you're asking yourself well how did we get here like i don't remember people being at each other's throats like this you know 20 years ago 30 years ago whatever I feel like it's because you have you have talking heads in the press and in Washington today that they make everything out to be an existential crisis. And 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 to really define that what I mean is is that if you believe that every single facet of life is a life or death situation. If you believe because this person wants a 17% tax instead of a 15% tax that that's a matter of life and death. <coughs> it is a life and death matter for me, as a matter of fact. <coughs> if you treat everything as this is going to be the end of the world as we know it, if I don't get my way politically, then, then it makes sense then that people will look down upon each other and, and stay away from each other. And then you add in all of this faux outrage and fear tactics are involving a virus that is absolutely no threat to the overwhelming majority of people in the country. And that's how you wind up with family members saying, you're not welcome into our home. Family members saying, I'm not coming to your Christmas. And that's such a shame. But something I've tried to do more this year than maybe ever in, in my life is to try to take charge and take control of the things that I can control to not worry so much about things that I can't control and to spend more time and effort worrying about things that I can control and trying to apply that logic to this situation is I, if, if you're somebody who has an in-law or a friend or a family member 
that refuses to come together during this time because of differences of opinions on jabs or mandates or masks or whatever, then I'm really sorry. And it would be easy for me to say, well, that's the kind of person I wouldn't want to have around because I don't want to associate with people like that. But it, I, I know that that's easy for me to say. It might be a lot harder for you to say if that's a loved one, if that's someone that you've known your whole life. Um, maybe that's a child. Maybe that's a brother or a sister. But to try to end this on a positive note is I, and we t- I talked about this at Thanksgiving as well. If there's something I'm really thankful for this year, it's 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 this family. It's the family that has come together because of this program. It's the people that I've met at our annual live shows. Our, our next year's annual live show, June fourth, by the way. I hope everyone comes. Uh, we'll we'll get the advertisements and links and stuff out uh, soon. But you know, you you hear that phrase. You know, the the family you weren't born with, the family that you chose. People from all over the country that we we would have never met. We would have never even known each other. More like than not if it wasn't for uh, making it a point to connect on the things, instead of instead of focusing on the disagreements we have and making those as an excuse to stay apart, instead to focus on the things we do agree with and, and that to be an excuse to come together. And, and, so I, and so it's very sad for people that because of COVID-related nonsense, they're choosing to be apart. But it's because of some of the principles that we do share uh, and the beliefs that we do hold that has brought a lot of people in our community to together. And so while I'm not saying that that means you're replacing somebody with someone else, because I think that would be really vapid for me to say, I've seen people out there that would say, Oh, if you're, if your aunt Jenny won't come to Christmas dinner, will you just invite your friend, Joe Bob? Like, well, that's, that's a tender notion to invite your friend, but I, but I don't know what your relationship was with that other person, and, and, and I don't think I, I'm in a place to tell you that you can or can't replace anyone. I, I, don't think, I don't think of people in those terms. But nevertheless, I, I, I want to spend more time and effort going forward to really push to bring people together. Um, and our annual events have always been that. It's been – it's just like – I know that people don't come to the annual event to see a live taping of It's Too Late. That's not why they come. They come because it's an excuse for everyone at different corners of the country to come together, to share a laugh, to eat ponchos, because that's really the the reason for the season. Yeah, Yeah, ponchos, for sure. Waffle House, you know. But um, I think that's about all the sap that I have left in me, because I'm literally about to die. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty gay. Yeah. Go go no go go ahead and hit the button. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 That wasn't even the button I thought you were gonna hit. I thought I thought oh. I thought I was gonna say all this stuff about how, you know, this oh, this yeah. is this is how I feel. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like that, that's my biggest contribution to the show is hitting buttons. Like I'm delivering my <laughs> eulogy right now. This is the end. It is the end, actually. I'm looking at the recording time and I'm saying to myself, this this yeah. is this is both physically and metaphorically seconds. the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I look forward to seeing everybody. Um I hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas. Um, but if you don't, um, 
you know, ticket sales are final, so sorry. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll be back to wrap up the show right after this last commercial break. Hi guys, it's Alan here, and I want to take a moment to let you know about one of our supporters who started a new business. Laura Moreau sells 50 different health and wellness all-natural products from weight loss, supplements, energy enhancers, body toning, longer and stronger hair, and so much more. Do you like coffee? Well, they even have coffee that'll help you drop some pounds. And who doesn't want to drop a few pounds? Go check her out at her online store at lauramoreau.itworks.com today. That's lauramoreau.itworks.com. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash TV. Guys, we're now on Odyssey. Go and support a free speech platform. You can find us on Odyssey. It's too late with Alan Mosley or Alan Mosley TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thanks to Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. So this is like two weeks later answering Mary's question of my favorite Christmas song. And I told her I don't play Christmas music, but ironically, I do have a favorite. So this is my favorite. It's Christmas Time is Here, the instrumental version, not the version with the gay kids singing. The instrumental <laughs> version, uh, Vince Guaraldi Trio, who is who did the music for uh, the Peanuts specials. It's, yeah, the, yeah, it's the Peanuts music. Yep. I, w- I always like their music. It's it's really like like jazzy. Yeah, it would really be jazzy because it's jazz. Yeah. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, you could tell by the way that it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what I love about this song, though, kind of tying into our last segment we did, is that I feel like this song really does a great job of capturing both the joy and the melancholy of the season. Yes. Yeah. I I know. I know how that. I know that feel, bro, as they say. Yeah. How the holidays is something you can look forward to, a reason for people to come together, but it it also could be a time of remembering who's no longer with us perhaps and uh, the song does it so uh, do you have a final thought I had a lot of fun doing the show and I just it just occurred to me that I don't work tomorrow so I'm pretty excited about that (laughs) oh nice dude (laughs) that's awesome well in that case, uh, I'll put you to work. We'll do, uh, we'll sing Christmas carols. Okay. Yeah. Our the after party. We'll, 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 our first Alan Mosley TV short was Sherry Sendoff. Our next one will be Alan and Dave bring in the new year. And it'll, yeah. Yeah. I actually thought about singing a Christmas song on the show. And the reason I didn't is because I'm dying. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it ain't, it ain't there right now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll, we'll do something. We'll figure something out. Or, or we won't and this is it. <laughs> it's, it's really one right here or the other. 
Uh, guys, thank you so much for another episode of It's Too Late. I had to, had to like take a breath right there. Did you hear that? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I got to get better. I'm going to go get better, and you guys are going to go enjoy the hell out of Christmas and then subscribe to my Patreon, because that's... <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can't keep carrying this show. I tell you what, you subscribe to my Patreon first, and then enjoy the rest of your Christmas. I think that's what you do. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late with Alan Mosley, and we will see you next week.